0: Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lisa. Summit.
1: Budget Blinds! <laughs>
0: hey, our friends at Budget Blinds, they are at it again. They're giving back to the community.
1: They are the benevolent robot overlords.
0: <laughs> hey, November 23rd, that's this weekend, from November 23rd through December 6th, they are collecting donations for Least Summit Social Services, and that December sixth thing—they're going to close off that collection time with a return. Of the story time with Santa event. Santa! Come out to Budget Blinds on December sixth between six and eight. Bring your monetary or food donations for Least Summit Social Services. Listen to some stories from Santa and and get some pictures with the big man.
1: And additionally, from the first through the sixth. They're also going to be accepting donations for necessities for Hope House. Look at their Facebook page. Get a little bit more details on that. But there's another local charity. So they're not supporting just one, but two local charities this season. That's pretty impressive, even for our robot shade overlords.
0: They are raising the bar for all those local business owners. Hey, Jason, go see our friends at Budget Blinds. Tom, Nick, and Jason say, it. "Oh hell."
1: Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury and as always I am joined by a man who is this week paying the piper for his weekend away. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit.
0: I, I am. I, I did not plan well for taking a few days
1: away. It's okay. There's no point in planning. Just take the days off. You're have to. you going to pay for it either on the front end or the back end. Eh, it's fine. But
0: I do, have, I do have one question for you. I'm looking at our show notes. Yes. You have the intro in red. It's always in
1: red. It's in red. Did you
0: change the shade? Because it looks a little more angry
1: this week. No, actually, I didn't. I think that just may be your eyes. Yeah, that's true. I'm old. Yeah, you went you went deer hunting and you came back with no deer. You may be angry about it. That's true. All right. Our unofficial sponsor this week is children's theater, which is the current leading cause of my automobile depreciation, kings. Last week, both of my kids were in like high quantity, like everyday rehearsals and shows and things. And the wife and I drove all over the city, back and forth, multiple times a day. It was exhausting for us, let alone the kids. Um, but yeah, uh, my, char- my car is worth like 10% less this week than it was last week, because all the miles I had to drive taken were to rehearsal.
0: <laughs> Jason, I've got some breaking news. What happened? Tacos.
1: All right, so we're going to break away from our breaking news to come back to our regularly scheduled podcast, and we're going to talk about something that's a little sad, I think. And 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 this week, uh, our uh, our downtown community, the whole of Lee Summit really, but our downtown community in specific, lost somebody who was a longtime foundational champion. Uh, Howard McCracken passed away this weekend, uh, and uh, his loss will be greatly felt. Uh, he was a founding board member and the first board president of downtown Main Street for Lee Summit. Uh, he owned a furniture store in downtown for like 25 years. Um, he's been a business owner the, and, and property owner here still in the downtown, um, even to today. So um, well, I'm going to say our thoughts go to his family. Um, we were very lucky, I think, as a community um, that this year was the 30th anniversary celebration of, of downtown Lee Summit, or Main Street Lee Summit. And we are, we had an opportunity, uh, did Donnie Rogers, to go and have an interview with him and, and hear from him, sort of to reflect on that time frame here now before, fortunately right before he, he passed, so.
0: And, and, and that interview is part of a, a 30th anniversary video that, that Downtown Main Street has put together. You might have seen some of it on, on social media. They have let me, they're, they're sharing that content with me, so if you check out, our Friday Conversation Event edition episode. I lost my talk.
1: That's one of those.
0: If you check out the Friday Conversation episode of, of this podcast, you can hear that interview and some of the things that, that he has to say about, about the community and the things that he saw you know, from that evolution over the last, last 30, 40 years.
1: So, Howard, we uh, we are thankful for what you have given to us, and, and we'll miss you now that you're gone.
0: And, at least I'm a town hall good on you. Jason, it's time. I think you need to take cover. We had a presentation to City Council and It was about the budget.
1: Doom.
0: The apocalypse is coming. Oh, wait, wait, no. Doom! It's, 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 it's not really coming, but... And I know this is... We're probably with some people, their eyes glaze over, like, well, are we going to talk about the budget again? But I think there were some interesting things to take away from it and especially we are finishing up a big planning time for the city so this is on our minds also we're leading to election so jason why don't you give us some of the uh some of the highlights from that if you will can i use that word I, uh, I
1: i think that's a bit of a stretch for the word highlight but we'll we'll brace some of the more you know to to really nerd it out and make it boring language some of the more salient points that we- that were that were brought up there
0: i want to i want to apologize anybody who's watching this week's show on, on youtube i'm really apparently struggling with the button pushing so there are some times where like i'm talking but they're looking at you
1: well honestly I just, if you want maximum apology maximum podcast ratings you should really not have a video service at all uh but if you did you can go ahead and kick uh you know you can you can kick it off to me and just keep it on me because i'm by far I, I have the face for radio and i think that's what we're proving it here all right so uh City Manager Steve Arbo gave a presentation to talk about the future of revenue in Lee Summit. Uh, I think that the key thing, if you go back and you look in the whole process, they put a graph up that shows that this year, essentially, over the last decade, we have done a fairly good job of running a little bit of a surplus overall, um, especially since the the Brian White judgment in in the early 2010s. Uh, We've done a good job of running a little bit of a surplus uh and and we have now a significant surplus of revenue you know a, a backstop of revenue in in the government and over and above what is put forth in our policy what the graph shows and this is i think the important part is this budget year we're going to be right at balanced right we're going to bring in approximately what we do but and if we don't make any changes for future years for the 2020 fiscal year and for years farther that situation reverses that our expenses then would exceed our revenue and we would start running in the negative direction
0: this is uh this is not new news right this is something that they they talked about you know there were some some strong debates in the last year maybe even year and a half as there were negotiations going on with our represented unions staff employees where they talked about if we give everything that people are asking for how are we going to pay
1: for it right and, and
0: so I, I think this is something that we kind of have been waiting to see hey we want to do all of these things but
1: right and how the, are we going to pay for it and they forestalled it i mean so the, the the first projections i think of course were the most dire looking as the city would present in that whole process um to say that but as the process worked through and the 2019-2020 budget was approved um, they'd made the shifts necessary and, and did some revenue adjustments and what have you to to get that to get that matched up to cover the that gap that's there but it didn't make it go away for those future years and this is the question that the city council is really going to need to wrestle with especially if you think of this in terms of as we do this as we go through these community conversations and really flesh out what our, strategic plan is going forward with these ignite, these C four conversations that'll be that'll be going on over the next six months. These are really going to determine what are the priorities that the city has. How does the city vision itself going forward? and and then, I mean, the short version is is up to city staff and the city council to figure out how to pay for it. and And so some of the things that the city manager proposed, Stuff that we've heard before, right? Uh, adding a use tax on internet sales. Um, Again, this one's
0: not new. We've the, talked about this off and on around the city before.
1: Right, and it, and it is something of about a, you know, something to a tenth to a quarter of the proposed gap coming. But it is a, it's a revenue source that a lot of cities are using and things of that nature. So they, they were discussing that. Uh, city manager talked about modernizing technology fees. He basically said, like, when you had cable... Back in the day when we all had cable, we paid a tax on the cable. And since a lot of people are cutting that cord and going to streaming services or other versions of of getting their access to media and entertainment, we're losing that fee. And is there a way to rethink how that is, right? Or does the internet pipe become that issue instead of the the cable pipe, or in addition to the cable pipe, who knows? Uh, But those are the kinds of questions those are asking. Um, dumb question. Yes.
0: The
1: same thing now. Uh, for many of us, uh, that is the same. Aren't we
0: all getting it through the fiber lines laid?
1: Right, but they they tax them differently. Uh, as, as a whole, television service that service comes with uh, certain taxes that internet service does not at current, um, and that might be something that the city could say, hey, we need a local tax on internet service. Um, to account for that since everybody's actually getting their television most of their television or media that kind of entertainment through their internet provider uh, out there so who knows how that's going to be I think one of the one of the ones that they raised that was on the docket to talk about last year but then in the process of balancing the budget fell off was changing the way um, stormwater fees are charged or actually creating a fee to account for people's use of stormwater, this is something actually I'm watching going on at my in my work city over in KCK, where they're having a big conversation about doing this. Is basically aligning the how much money you pay into the stormwater fee to how much stormwater you create through having impervious surfaces on your land. So you know if you want to put it in the most crass terms available, a parking lot tax. Um, And, and go through that. And then, and then there's some other things about aligning future development with the costs that, that come with that. And, and thinking about in our, in our land use planning, like, okay, we need to think about how much this type of stuff costs and what's that going to, what's that impact on the city budget and things of that nature that I think have some really long-term impacts, but those are so fleshed, unfleshed out as to not be, I think, worthy of, of digging too deeply into today. Short version, you know, the TLDR, uh costs are in, the kids thing me is that uh, the cost of running a city the way we want the city run the way we like this city and that's the, that's the first blush level is that people are happy with the way the city is working for the general and in general if we want to do that we're going to have to make more revenue than we are currently generating to make that happen going forward and it's a conversation that the city council needs to have over these next months um, and i think you know as you pointed out when we first brought this subject up the election season's coming and these are questions that are gonna have to get asked um, and answered so that people can make differentiation if they have opinions on how these revenues are gonna get raised.
0: Yeah, and I, I, think, it's, I think it's important that we're asking candidates where they sit or how they, how they view this discussion because it's gonna be one that has to happen at the council level as we move forward. Right. especially I mean, just Especially as we're talking and we're planning on a
1: huge
0: couple swaths of land that are going
1: to become available. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's that question. And I think that, you know, we have to address the reality here that this is not a community that is traditionally uh, excited about raising their tax burden in any particular way. If you look, I don't
0: know that I've ever cheered for raising that.
1: No, I've never been happy about it. But, I mean, I would say this. They are unwilling, has have proven unwilling in, in both, I would say, partisan state and local elections as well, or state and federal elections as well as at the local level Increasing tax rates is something that is pretty unpopular in general, but I think very much so in Lee Summit. And, and so not only do we need to determine where those sources of revenue need to come from, but we have to figure out how do we sell it to the public and get them to say yes, because the law requires any of those kinds of increases have to be voted on by the public. So there you go. So it's not only what are we going to do, but how are we going to present that information in a way to the public? It's going to get their support.
0: Well, we will we will stay on top of that as that discussion session moves forward. And then also, I, I think like we like we noted before, we're going to this, these are going to be questions for candidates as we move into election season. And just a reminder, Jason, it's almost December, which means it's almost filing time. So
1: woo, filing season
0: is almost upon us. And look, if you're nerdy like us. You're
1: a little bit excited. We are. I'm. You know what? We were in our prep for the show, which is, by the way, many, many times longer than the actual show will be this week. Uh, you know, we we were we were like we were getting into that little mode. We started to dial into that election mode, and we had to like, okay, come back. It's not quite time yet, but it's coming, and, and we're excited about it. I, I'm really
0: excited. And look, I like asking questions, and so this time we're going to ask a lot of
1: questions. We are, and we're gonna we're gonna hold people to the account for what they give us for an answer.
0: One last thing, I think, for today's episode, Jason. Uh, I, we started doing this uh, on our Monday episode this week, but what we're going to do each and every week as, as the holiday season kicks into gear, there's a lot of people that are looking for opportunities to give at, give back, opportunities to lend a hand to some of those nonprofit and charitable causes around our city. So here's what, here's what we're going to do. Do good, people. In the coming weeks. We're going to start pointing out some of those charitable causes and some of the needs they have so that you, the good people of our community, can lend a hand. And, 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 and this is all based on a line, Jason, that you read at the start of every Wednesday episode.
1: This is an easy thing you can do to make a difference. This is an
0: easy thing you can do to make a difference. So right now, I want to take note of Prodale Youth Center. Prodale Youth Center, um, they help make Christmas possible for families in our community. And people can help by donating gift cards of any denomination to places such as Walmart, Target, Hy-Vee, Price Chopper. Head on over to the ProDeo website for, for more information and, and make the call. See how you can help out and, and maybe give some of those gift cards.
1: Good on you, folks.
0: All right. That will wrap up our episode for this week. We will talk to everyone on Friday. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the people by Shred. Hey, the Shred Podcast, one of our, our partner podcasts, our brother podcast, is a better way of put
1: it. Well, they're the ones that we make look good. Yeah. I mean physically. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> Hey, they have another live Shred Education event coming up on December 12th at Bridge Space. That program also will feature guests, a special guest, Les Norman, Greenwood resident, motivational speaker, radio host, and if you remember. They're going to focus on mindset, nutrition, and fitness—all the three keys to living
1: a healthy life. Right. And I don't know if any of you have heard uh, Les talk before, but he is really a good speaker in public, uh, and and he, he, you know, as a baseball player, there's all kinds of stories. So depending on the audience and what have you, some of them, are, some of the stories are bluer than others, but it's it's they're fun to listen to. You get a
0: chance to catch
1: him. Offline. Definitely do that. But even online, some of the stories are really good.
0: He, he is good. Actually, I will say this. I had him as a guest speaker long ago when we used to do the Journal Sports Awards Banquet for high school players. That was awesome. There you go. Hey, tickets are available in exchange for cash donations or toys for local families in need this holiday season. Donations will be accepted at the door. Visit the Shred Podcast Facebook page for more information.
1: And tell him the Nick and Jason sent you.